Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. They stole it. Just like I knew they would. Somebody stole the little nipple, Bob. No, your nipple was somewhere. It always is somewhere, Joe. No. You come on here and you complain about your nipple a lot. I leave a nipple here, somebody goes away with my nipple. No. Thieves. It's in your it's in your bag. Nipple You're just thieves. a little rushed today. Calm down. Take a sip of coffee and let's go. No coffee for me, Bob. <laughs> and uh And you're I still know. losing weight? Yeah. You're well, eviscerating I'm, I'm yourself. Least, uh, I'm at least uh well, no thanks to you. You keep telling me I'm gonna go back to my old ways. Everyone does. But well, you know what? I'm using you as motivation. I went home to Buffalo this weekend to visit my folks, and that brings up anxiety, and then I want to eat my feelings. And I, right when I was going to have a peanut cluster uh, at my dad's <laughs> apartment, I thought, Bob, this is what Bob said would happen. Things come up, and I will relapse. Yeah, I don't so wish that on you, but I'm just telling you. You're giving me just, motivation. Well, good. I'm glad I can help you that way. Yes. I just try to mix in a salad once in a while. That's my only strategy when it comes to weight. Uh, I'm never going to lose what I have. Not that I want to. I've been relatively, uh, <laughs> I've been relatively <laughs> same weight for the, you know, give or take five or ten pounds. So I just try to do the same things every day. And when I feel like I'm overeating, I mix in a salad. That's good. And yeah, you're a healthy it. man. But it's every it's every person for themselves here, and I have to do what I have to do. And I would appreciate your encouragement. But actually, you're motivating me. Hold on. I'm changing Crowley's mic. He's the one that stole my nipple. Why don't you entertain the masses, Bob? Yes, Joe Starkey has reached into his um, germaphobe bag and changed. Uh, these are not nipples. What are you changing now? These are the, I don't know what they're called. They're called, I don't know what they're called. I don't know they're what they're called styrofoam either. things yeah. that go over the mic. How are you, Bob? I'm wonderful, Joe. How are you? It's a beautiful Monday morning in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know, we're here for another day. I still miss Ron. I realized. I was just texting with him this morning. Why is this happening? I didn't think I'd miss him at all. Instead, it's increasingly. I asked him if he went to the Fort Myers game yesterday because Derek Shelton asked him to, and he didn't go. A lot of people asked him to. Yeah, and he didn't go. No, he he said I've seen enough games. Yeah. So he's enjoying the sun. Instead, it's going to be seventy-five degrees today, and he's going to chill out, and that's good. I went to Dominico's Friday night. That's how much I miss Uh, mom. I was going to say mom. How much (laughs) I miss mom. That's how much I miss Ron. That's a I good place. I went to Dominico's. I took my wife. Yep. I'm going gonna, gonna to go out there, too. Uh, we had a good time on the night we sent him off. Ron's was... pic photo is still up over the bar. Well, it should be there forever. It's like the ghost of Ron. He used to sit in the same seat. I mean, it was, when I say it was like cheers, I'm not exaggerating. All the different eccentric characters, including Ron, the, you know, long time, there's the long time sports writer radio guy who sits at the end of the bar mm-hmm. all the time. 
And then everybody cried. Well, you're there when he passed out the little things of whiskey, yeah, were you? Yeah, little things. And then everybody cried. Notably Ron. <laughs> he had a good send-off, so I'm sure he's still thinking about those days, that week. <clears throat> Nellie, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking, Joe. You're welcome. Bob, have you said hi to Nellie and asked about his You well-being? confuse me with all your nicknames, though. I get thrown off once in a while. This one's an easy Nelly one. is not, that's the, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't do it for It you? does, yeah. Nope. Charles Nelson Riley shortened to Nelly. His name's Charles. I, I mean, that's pretty that. easy. I just you, you understood Folsy? I like that. I've been called bourgeois before. Bourgeois. Bob, there's a lot of news here as we present Off the Top, brought to you by JP Roofing and Siding. We have all kinds of treats today. We're going to talk about certainly this Brian Russ situation. And the Mason Cole situation and the treats are just overflowing. But you know where I wanted to start? Because I just read it. Peter King copied Ron. Did I you saw see that, that this today? morning. Yes, 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 he did. And he uh, said He's 44 calling. years. And I, I read the piece and, and, and in it he described what I think a lot of people go through. No matter what the career you're in, 44 years, you said, I just found myself not as interested in doing what I've been doing. I just lost interest in doing it, basically. And when you do it every, you know, this this can be a very stressful business when you have deadlines and things, and you guys know, writing columns all the time, it can be a challenge when there's, there's a dry week, there's nothing going on, and yet you're required to do it. So. Are we next, Ron? I mean, Bob? No, you're far away. You have so many years ahead of you. It's a new show. It's called The Joe Show. Where are you going? Not for long, and there seems to be a lot of intrigue as to who's going to join me, doesn't there? Yes, there is. Maybe you could, Bob. I told you. You know, that's, for now, Monday is, I can't. I, I got Mondays a full and Fridays, boat. Bob, I got, a, least I got a full boat going day. on. No, I can't. You said you don't do anything on Fridays. That's my one of my days off. What do you want me to do? Work. Call my wife. You can negotiate that deal. Sacrifice your Saturday show and work Fridays no, with me. No, I like Saturdays. I, I, I get a kick out because of Saturdays. No, because nobody comes after you on that show, like Ron and I. No, that's not true. Years. I just like talking to people, and it's just like a free two hours of sitting at the bar at Dominico's or anywhere else and just talking, so I like that. But you never know down the road, Joe. Well, of course, down the road, we're both going to be done, Bob. <laughs> we're going to be cooked. Like a Thanksgiving no. turkey. Do you have? Do you actually think of retirement? You shouldn't. No. You're too young to no. do it. No. Once you start thinking about it, you're retired. Isn't Pretty that much. Chuck I think Noll that's, that's what uh, Peter King was saying this morning. Well, let's take a look at his place in the pantheon of great football writers. He's up there. I don't always agree oh, with that... him. I don't always agree with him. You don't have to, but that's part of the, you know, the thing that draws you to him is that he will speak his mind. He's very thorough. Has a lot of relationships. And to me, that's always the thing that I look at more than anyone else uh, or anything else. It's the relationships you build based on the trust of your position. Right. You know, because today it's too easy not to have that at all. Uh, athletes have changed. I think there's so much media out there that's changed. Back in the day, you could create those relationships. And those relationships are what get you information. So he did it very well. Dr. Z's up there. Paul Zimmerman, remember oh, him? Yeah, the late Dr. Z. Who else brings to mind of great football writers? Because the reason I wouldn't ask this about other sports, because football is just by far, no pun intended, the king of, of all sports in America, by far. Yeah. So all of us are constantly consuming as much football information and opinion as we can. 
Who comes to mind for you, well, Bob? That's a good question because those two are up there on the list. Um, oh, geez, I'm thinking baseball now. I have a bunch of baseball people that I often <laughs> look at that way. Uh, give me some time; I'll think about it. Mike Sando is one that Peter King actually mentioned. But as far as the legendary, those are current ones. As far as legendary ones, those two are at the top of the list for me. Rick Riley was always on. He, he didn't always good. write. Yeah, he uh, was great. He wrote a lot of things, but I always liked his point of view. In his prime, he was incredible. Right. And this column was great. It seems like these are coming along more often, Bob. Everybody's retiring. That's what it feels like it's right the now. circle of life. We all go through it. What are you going to do? The John, he tells a story of the John Madden bus in Kearney, Nebraska, September of 1990. Mm-hmm. And how Madden loved to take the bus across the country. Did you ever interview Madden? Did you know him at all? A couple times, yes. Very superstitious, didn't like flying, liked that bus. That bus was one of those things people look forward to whenever they were coming into town. It's when is his bus getting in there. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Would you take a bus trip across the country with Ron and I? Yeah, actually, I think I would. 55 hours, 3,016 miles is what the Madden bus did on this particular day with Peter King. Let's plan that, shall we? Yeah, make some nice stops. The the nice thing about driving is you can control what you're doing. You're not being told you got to go here, connect, run to this gate, do that, and you're there, and you forget. The journey is the biggest part of those. So the fun is stopping, see someplace you want to eat. Hey, well, that looks like a cool place. Let's go and eat, and we'll talk about it. And drink. And drink. Ron would drink for 55 straight hours, I think. <laughs> He's not driving, though, is he? <laughs> no, 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 no. It'll be me and you behind the wheel. Uh, one thing that King always had, too, was great access. Right. And doesn't that doesn't that make the job much, much better and easier, Bob? Like when I think of reporting and writing, I can write the greatest story in the world. But if I have Mario Lemieux on the record, it doesn't matter what the hell I write. It's Mario Lemieux on the record. You know what I mean? He would go out and visit Tom Brady in Montana after a Super Bowl. Remember that story? Sure. Access, but it comes with a relationship building. And again, to me, it was a lot easier uh, several years ago than it is right now because now you have to deal with um, you know a front line of security front line of people that they all surround themselves with it never used to be like that and I For think sure. it, and, and your trust is is how you you uh, elevated yourself in the business too because then people knew that they could trust you they would talk to you if you burn them once that word gets around very quickly and you any access you may have goes away real quick i mean he did the he did the legwork i remember i used mm-hmm. to visit 
every training camp in the AFC North. I used to go to Georgetown, Kentucky for the Bengals, Westminster for the Ravens, Berea, Ohio for the Browns. So I used to make that whole tour, and it was great. And, man, I would see him there long before other people were there and long after them just working, developing relationships, mm-hmm. you know? That's what it's all about. It's no, not, it's it's not just putting a mic in front of somebody's face. It's about developing a rapport, you know, where, they, where, where you can just talk. Mm-hmm. And then later on, when you have the mic and the notebook, it's much more relaxed. So he goes out to visit Brady. And this was after the Super Bowl, after the great comeback against the Falcons. And Brady said to him, feel my arm, which might seem like an odd start to the conversation, <laughs> Bob, right? So King did, and he said it wasn't like a rock. It was pliable. And Brady said, strength is important to do the job, but how much strength do you need? You need muscle pliability, long, soft muscles in order to be durable. I know how to be durable. I want to put myself in position to be able to withstand the crash before I get in the car. And he always did. How about that? Yeah. His, his, his interesting sort of offbeat training regimens. And when you saw Brady in the locker room, like without a shirt on and stuff, just walking around, it was like, how does this guy survive? He, he was like, was Benjamin Button the guy who was old and got younger? Am I, I th- right about yeah, that? I think Nelly? so, yes. Yeah. He was like that. Yeah, I saw the I saw well, the dude at twenty six, and he, and and he, he got, looked younger he and in better shape at forty. I swear he did. But this uh, to, to localize that Troy Polamalu with his deal with Marinovich and how he trained too. Yes, a lot of people got on him about not doing stuff here, but he did it there and he did it his way. What he thought was important for his body, and I think you see more of that going on for he, sure. I agree. It with doesn't that. always have to be the biggest bulk. In fact, if you do that, you tend to put yourself in a worse position because it could snap real quick and then muscle all of a sudden you got issues with tears and everything else. And here's another thing about inside access. Listen to this. I think people forget that the Super Bowl literally came down to one play before the winning touchdown. It was fourth and one at their own thirty four in overtime. If San Fran makes a stop there, they win the Super Bowl. This is the kind of access and ability to, you know, siphon through information that, that made Peter King. God bless you, Bob. Thank you, Joe. That made him what he was. Listen to this. So it's fourth and one. They call timeout. The Super Bowl's on the line. He's asking Patrick Mahomes this in a phone interview. How did that play happen? What happened in the huddle? Mahomes tells him we were going through our plays. We're trying to decide if we want to run or pass. I was thinking of passes because I wanted to have the ball in my hand. But MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, came into the huddle and was like, let's go with slide tees, which is wild, Mahomes said, because it's not even a play designed for him. It's designed for Kelsey or Rasheed Rice. And when he said it, it clicked to me. I was like, that's it. It's perfect. King says, what does it mean? He said, it's a bootleg where I fake a run and get on the perimeter. He's got Kelsey sliding across. And he did, yes. He's got, he's got Rasheed Rice sliding across after that. And he told Reed, if it's not there, I'm going to run for it. How many times have we been just incredibly infuriated with the Steelers? Because if, remember with Canada, and I'm trying to remember a specific instance, 
where he had no back next to him, something like that. So, so their well, well, they their, had a their, few their of those options where it was are like so fourth limited. and one or two, and it turned out to be fourth and or they turned the ball over, loss of five, right, or even third and short. Turns out to be fourth and long because they called some ridiculous play that didn't right. make sense. Now I get it. They don't have Patrick Mahomes, and neither does anybody else. But the play call itself had tons of options, possibilities, and. Yeah. Maybe more importantly, had somebody weighing in whose whose opinion counted. I mean, the word was with Canada that it was a dictatorship even during the week, not very inclusive. So I think that's very instructive, but it's also just interesting, isn't it? That oh, that's how is. that play came about. But it's also a trust level they have in one another, and and the fact that he wasn't involved in the play and he called it because he knew it would be six. And it was. It was when you whenever you have fourth down and one. To me. The best play call, if it's not a quarterback sneak when you have a guy who's capable of doing it over and over and you know the success rate is high, yeah. it's options. You have to give yourself options in case. That's it. It can't be just one specific That's thing the key and if they to me stop too. it, you're done. And but it's also make sure on this play that the best player on the field has the ball. I remember it was yeah. a play at Syracuse a long time ago, a fourth down in a pit loss where Tyler Palco, the, the play call wasn't for, it was for him to hand off on a fourth down. It's like, come on. Just, I, I can go home and look at myself in the mirror and live with that and get to sleep if I let my best player make right. the decision. Not on that. When you have a bootleg and a guy who's as capable of Mahomes or any really fleet-footed quarterback taking on, whether it's a linebacker, <clears throat> even a defensive back coming up, you're going to get a yard or more almost every time. You know what the game of Peter King's career was, Bob? Super Bowl in Arizona? Nope. Uh, God bless I, you. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't January have. January 3rd, 1993, Orchard Park, New York. Oh. Buffalo Bills 41, Houston 38. What a comeback. Frank Reich and the, and the people who 35 thought they were dead at halftime. Everybody left the building. He must have some great stories. About or that. a lot of people. I shouldn't say everybody. Frank Reich told Peter King, this was recently, or just the other day, looking back on the game. He said, at halftime, we're down 28-3. I feel this hand on my shoulder as I'm walking down the tunnel. It's Marv Levy. He says, and I swear, Frank, you led the greatest comeback in college history. Now you're going to lead the greatest comeback in NFL history. Because Reich had done that with Maryland. How about that, Bob? Huh? Yeah, that was amazing. Did you, yeah, you was it sound, was, you it, was it twenty eight? Was all. it twenty? Well, well it was thirty five. Right after that, three. he threw a pick six. Right, it was thirty five to three. Yes, which was the biggest deficit. Amazing. And then he came back with four touchdown passes. Where were you that day? At Sam Nover's house? <laughs> I don't know. You're asking me something. I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember watching it thinking, holy cow, this is actually going to happen. It I was had the greatest away. game in NFL history. And then I flicked back once I saw a couple of scores. I'm thinking, oh, they're making this interesting. Kind of reminded me, in a playoff version, of what we saw when, was it Tennessee that went to Kansas City and had them down 21 to nothing really quickly? Or Was it was that what I'm thinking about? It was a, uh, Tennessee against San Diego, la- or against the Chargers last year in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, that was, it was uh, 27-7 at the half. Oh, no, it was Houston at Kansas City. The one I'm thinking about. Remember? With Bill O'Brien as, as the head coach. They played in a play. Wasn't it that? There was like 21 nothing remember. early in the it game. It might have been, yeah. yeah. I don't remember. You don't see many of those kinds of comebacks, though, for sure. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.